Welcome to Eau Claire is Here, your place to find out a little bit more about the people, places, and happenings going on in the best little city in Wisconsin. Now introducing your hosts, Jane Seymour Kunick and Jerry Annis. Hello, welcome to Eau Claire is Here, You Should Be Two podcast with... Little J, Jerry Annis, and the Big J, Jane Kunick. Thanks for joining us. So as we all know, the coronavirus has changed our lives quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We just want to touch a little bit on how it's affecting our business. Mm-hmm. Jerry and I are both realtors at Donnellan Real Estate in Eau Claire. And... You know, it all kind of started slow, but then it felt like as time went on, it went faster, and we had to kind of change how we do business. We were wondering, should we be going into houses? Should we be having open houses? And thankfully, our MLS, NED, our... The state. The state kind kind of has led us towards what we should be doing and not be doing. Yeah, yeah, what's acceptable and not. And, and it was hard. And I think it, everyone's maybe tired of talking about it and hearing about it, but things were changing daily, then they were changing hourly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we're certainly fortunate that we still get to work if we cho- choose to. Um, but it's, you know, that it makes it difficult when others are forced to stay home. Yes. Um, we we feel like we have a fine line between what we need to do, what is essential for people, and, you know, doing our part of staying home. You know, when we are working with buyers and sellers, a lot of them have to move for certain reasons. So those essential buyers and sellers are kind of who we're focusing on, not just the people who are maybe thinking about selling. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, not moving. a necessity. And, and I know, you know, we, we have some guidelines, but I know when I'm working with buyers, you know, there's protocols, mm-hmm. right? We need to make sure that they're healthy and not displaying any type of symptoms that would be related to the flu or the, you know, the coughing. And, um, but if, if people are comfortable enough to want to go out and look, I'm comfortable, comfortable enough to go out and show them but um, so we you know we have to make sure that they're okay and then even when we're inside you know minimizing mm-hmm. uh, the interaction inside the DNA we're just we're going to kind of go in and go out and not turn off light touch, switches and touch as much as we normally touch yeah uh, they also uh, are letting sellers decide whether they want people in their house or not which is is nice and I think both of us have found that right now every appointment we've set with sellers they do want mm-hmm. us showing their house so that's kind of what we're doing and our you know our title companies are still working and the lenders are still working but they're more or less no walk in traffic and we're not really sure we haven't really had the opportunity i don't think to have any closings yet to see how that's all going to work i know our boss had one where he didn't even go. We're used to being present for uh, whether we're representing the buyer or the seller being at the closing. So. Yeah. yeah, I think the hardest thing for me is 
the social distancing mm-hmm. and, and you know everyone is doing their part but it's so hard when you're used to a handshake and right. um, I'm a hugger I know you are can't hug <laughs> yeah so we're getting there and we'll get through this and um, sooner or later we'll be back to normal so yeah yeah so we you know again we are just following guidelines on what we should be doing and not doing because we feel bad for some people who aren't able to still do their job. Mm-hmm. And Scott had the opportunity to interview Sabrina from Salon 7. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, their industry has been kind of shut down and and they're not able to, you know, work anymore from at least their business. I don't know, maybe they're cutting their spouse's hair or whatever. <laughs> I've yeah. seen a lot of pictures of what people are going to look like yeah. when we don't get to go to our That's salons right. anymore. <laughs> um, but uh, she has an interesting story, and Scott interviewed her down at her uh, salon, which is down on Barstow and Eau Claire. And Perfect. So we'll shoot it over to Scott. I'm Scott Kunick, and this is Eau Claire is here. You should be too. I'm really excited today to have Sabrina. Sabrina's my stylist. She's awesome and very insightful. Was one of the first people I thought about interviewing because she's just a really neat person. And we met. Do you remember how we met? I don't know. I can't remember. So, so an ex-girlfriend. Okay. I actually came over to your house because you cut her hair there, and. So that that was pretty random. Yeah. Um, but then later we got connected because some really good friends of ours. Paul, of yeah. And they were like, you got to go to Sabrina. I'm like, yes, I do. Because look at this fabulous haircut I'm, I got. And right? she's making but me I give look you good. more than just a haircut. Yeah. She, yeah. She, yeah. We talk about business. Health, we talk about health and fitness. everything. So... I mean, you know, sometimes they say that your stylist is almost like, you know, a shrink because, you know, yeah. you can talk about anything and everything. I, I think it's backwards, um, but this <clears throat> my Salon 7 hair therapist is in. <laughs> right, right, exactly, exactly. Yeah. You know, let's let's get right into it. It looks like you've been licensed to do this since, since 1999. I pulled this off of their nice website. And I, I almost—I just want to read this here a little bit about Sabrina because oh, she sees. Because I, I thought this was so well written that she says oh. she sees the hair industry as her creative outlet, a nonconformist at heart. She believes in the power of self-expression through style and the freedom to embrace their individuality. Sabrina knew that to be intrinsically happy. She needed a career that would allow her to channel her creativity. It was also essential for her to be able to help others find their style and feel confident about their appearance. After all, loving the way you look makes you feel empowered, and that's how you want. she wants her clients to feel. Yes, so, I forget I mean, what that says. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was so awesome yeah. in knowing you. It just felt true. Yeah. And then it says that her clients describe her as being brutally honest, immensely creative, and I agree with all that. <laughs> she has a warm heart, genuine interest in her clients' lives, and her love of education. She's a fitness and healthy living addict and loves sharing this lifestyle with clients especially when it impacts their health of their hair. Well, again, Sabrina, this is Salon 7. How did you get into this? What was your draw Um, to this? My draw was adding up all the things that I found that I like to do. So I had a child young in high school, and I started to do different jobs that 
I felt good in. So I found a job that I like to dress up in. Uh, I found a job where I sold shoes and liked helping people pick out stuff and to help people. I love working around people. I'm inherited with wanting to be busy and work with my hands. I need to stand. I need to. And then I um, looked at the CBTC because I knew I was like a two-year kind of a degree girl, not a four. And all of a sudden, boom, Barber Cosmetology came up. My lucky dad has never had to pay for a haircut from his parents to um, my mom cutting his hair to me saying, can I try doing that? And then we'd cut my brother's hair and then I cut my little Blake's hair and then I was like, I think I could do this. And so it just fit all of the things and it just came to me. And yeah, I've been loving it and just keep on moving up the ladder, I guess, and opening up this place. I feel like it chose me, like I do. I didn't want to do it. Everybody else, all my clients and friends saw it in me before I saw it. And then I was just like, really had this leadership quality. I ran, um, I helped run this successful, um, the Tannery and Hairbender Salon on Water Street and that taught me a lot. And I just like really embraced, like I treated the place like it was my own. And I, you know, I didn't want to be paid, compensated for it, it didn't matter. And I just was like, okay, I have this leadership quality. And then I realized I was an entrepreneur. My mom got her bachelor's degree and she wanted to interview me to be an, that I'm an entrepreneur. And I'm like, well, what's an entrepreneur? And she's like, tell me about it. And I was like, oh, like I don't even know. But my brain is just constantly like, how can I do that better, faster? Um, my dad has this engineering brain. So my brain's just always like, always improving, always can do this, what makes it easier, and I just, my brain never stops, and that's an entrepreneur brain. <laughs> and yeah, I just, I love this career, I love making uh, Chippewa Valley feel good about themselves, and yeah, here I am. Almost 21 years in, this place is about eight years old now, so, yeah. And I remember you had uh, a a party on the, the, your seven year anniversary. Yeah, it was a big deal to me. Uh -huh. <clears throat> because, because, well, I mean, Salon 7, what, what's the significance oh, of yeah. it? That so, you coming up with the name is the hardest thing. It was almost harder than naming all four of my children. But Salon 7, so Salon, um, it was a group effort. I'm always about the team and the group. But it was a unique, different way to say Salon. And I, right away, I strive to be unique and different. And then the seven, um, seven just comes from me in a way, but I was born on the 7th of 77. It's my numerology number. There's seven letters in my first and last name. Seven just pops up all the time. This actually ended up being the seventh building that I've been in in my whole career. Wow. Just happened. So, and then when you look up three sevens, right, we right away can think of the casino, 777. So it means lucky but it also means intuitive, creative, magical, and inspiring. And that's what I will like put in these walls. That's what I want to like my team to be around. That's just that aura in here. When you walk in here, that's what I want you to feel. And I feel like people do. Like okay. this place is crazy unique and old and holds a lot of magic. Absolutely, it's a very neat building. I'm gonna try to get a little, some shots of it and what she's done with the place. It's just really cool. Uh, so, and you definitely create that atmosphere. Speaking of that, what type of culture are you trying to promote here? 
Um, my culture is, I mean, we love to like stay up on the trends, but it is about like building people up, like listening really well, inspiring them to bring out their inner beauty. We are being creative, thinking beyond like just hair, like educating them, like educating you about how to style, cleanse your scalp, your beard. Um, my culture is just honesty, loving. All of us here just work as a team. It's like teamwork. Like sometimes it's a couple people helping out each other and like it's just not like individuals here. We're a big team. Teamwork makes the dream work, right? Yeah. You've overcome a lot of obstacles as far as just some challenges mm -hmm. uh, to also, I mean, being a young single mom, a, a lot of people, you know, might just say, well, I've got to, you know, just got to figure that out. But mm -hmm. you did figure it out. Mm -hmm. And um, it, with that entrepreneurial mind kept kept growing yeah. and it didn't let it slow you down. Yeah, I didn't. And it was it was hard, but I was like bound and determined. I believe that you have to be able to like pick a skill, pick a quality that says I'm going to be able to support myself, support my loved ones. And like I did it to support my children. You know, because by the age of 21, I already had like my second child. And so I wanted to do that for them, for, but for myself. So I had that as like my goal. Okay. Like I have, I like numbers too. So it's a financial, like how can I make money to pay this, you know, like live within my means. Um, the challenges of just staying organized and, uh, always having a plan like yeah I just have to be like ahead of the game in a way like planning out this 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 to be able to do this this and this so the challenges have like pushed me to where I am today it's just like made me more like stronger and smarter um, so I think challenges are a good way to know like if something is hard and it's a challenge you're on the right way you're on the right path it's important to just otherwise you just stay in that comfort and sometimes that comfort is just like too easy you know and sometimes the mental and the physical doesn't like that you kind of get a little sad depressed down you know excuses you don't want to live that way you want to like every day is the best day <laughs> that's how you get through it one day at a time mm -hmm. oh there's such so much valuable information there I love that uh, so what would be some of your keys then on those days? You said um, one day at a time. Yeah. What are some of the keys? Do you have um, some habits, you know, like a morning routine? Mm -hmm. I feel lucky to have this high energy, but I feel like I fuel my high energy with good sleep, good nutrition, good movement, positive environment around me. Um, but I, my routine is <laughs> it's quick, it's fast, but it's basically the goal is to get me up get my I have two little kids now um, I make a healthy smoothie every morning I make sure I have leftovers that I have made to pack for my lunch because I have to fuel myself so it's just like grab grab um, I'm all about like putting things back right away keeping things clean and organized um, so that you can have let also like to have less things so so my brain can just function because if my brain's a high brain and I have all this stuff around me, it just makes it like, ah. So for me, um, just the things in order, flow. Um, I do try to get for sure 
seven, eight hours of sleep. So it's like trying to go to bed at the same time and trying to get up at the same time. But I mean, there's no like, there's no secret routine that I do. I think it's probably, you know, I have a routine of when I wash my hair, you know, so that's like, I just, I, my routine is to make sure that I can just function to my most potential. So you have to make it fit for you and mine is boom, 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 boom. And I still, you know, got to drop two kids off at daycare, say goodbye, get here. But yeah, I keep it simple and it's an easy routine, but I like it, it works. And then I somehow in there work out. So I think every day I have probably a slightly different routine to fit that day. So when my week is over, I go, how did that work? And it worked good, so then you just repeat. You know, that's what I do. Awesome, so you, you have a, a moment where you sit back, you plan ahead, but you also reflect on yeah. what worked and what didn't work. Yeah, like my day off, I have to prep, cook. I cook a whole bunch of food on my day off. It actually is so beneficial to have food already prepped for the rest of the week. So if you don't have a day off during the week, it'd be like a Saturday or Sunday would be your food prep day. You go grocery shopping, you prep all your food. I mean, because we need food to fuel. It's for the gut, it's for the brain. If you don't fuel it right, it's not gonna work right. It's just, all of our bodies are the same. So there's no like, we all got excuses, but I could go on and on about health stuff, go ahead. That, yeah, we might have to have a separate interview <laughs> yeah. about that because you know that's a My passion of mine is too. Yeah. Uh -huh. So. Um, that's awesome. So, well, you've really established um, a great foundation of, I mean, some of your leadership mm -hmm. through your organization, and I can see how then that probably just goes right into your business and how yeah. you manage and mm -hmm. and lead. Because you know, obviously, those are traits. And um, are there other things that you would add? Um, a great leader really needs to. Be open-minded. I can't do it all by myself. So a great leader has to lead by example. My parents taught me that. Like if I want a really good clean floor, I have to show that I know how to clean a good floor. Um, I have sense. to do the work too. Like you can't just like boss boss around. Um, a good leader is a communication. Can't be afraid to communicate. Got to talk about the hard things. Got to listen to the hard things. Um, every day I still learn new things and I still have to take like ownership to when I don't do it right and somebody has to say constructive feedback back to me you know and so you have to be able to like swallow your pride and just listen and learn from your mistakes discoveries a good leader is always on it just like passionate just passionate about it and that I am absolutely I yeah showing up every day mm -hmm. what is some of the most valuable advice that you've received or would give to somebody else? You've got to take care of yourself. You've got to try to, like, scoot away so much negativity and hurt and pain. And our community is so great. Like, it helps each other out. Like, there's lots of people that want to help humans feel better. And I think if you just surround yourself with all those great humans and don't do it, you can't do it by yourself. I could not do this without other so many people I could thank for everything they've ever done and so it's just like allowing people to help you and it's okay to be vulnerable because the more you like express yourself the more people are like oh I'm like that too and oh you feel that way I feel that way then we just don't feel so alone and just be I don't know it's okay to fall down and get back up and talk about it and share it and but yeah 
One of the reasons we're doing this is there's a lot of negativity just in the world right now. We want to bring forth all the positive and great things that are going right you know, here in this community. Yeah. Um, Salon 7's right here in downtown Eau Claire. Um, you've seen a lot of growth since oh, um, you've, you've been so here. and be here, yeah. yeah, it's awesome and to, to support locally. My wife wanted to, uh, to ask like, if you had a favorite restaurant, if you, you know, maybe a, a best kept secret, whether I don't sure. know if she was referring to your own. If you, I don't know if it wouldn't be a secret if you're sharing right. it, but uh, you know. I mean, I'm downtown, <laughs> so I love supporting the downtown. I feel like it's really, really important to um, support the people around you. Um, my like favorite restaurant to go to is Mona Lisa's. I love that place. My favorite coffee shop is Northbound. I think it's a little bit of a secret. He's just a half a block away. I love boutiques. Red's Mercantile is just another couple blocks away. It's a cute bo uh, boutique clothing store. Um, our other secret, I think, is I just really love walking. Walking on the paths, sitting by the water, if I have a short break, it feels so good to just go out there and um, enjoy what the community has provided for us with those bridges and the water and the sidewalks and the plants and I mean, yeah, downtown Eau Claire, they've done a great job and I'm so happy to like be in the growth of it all because I mean, I don't, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> this place will be here forever. Okay, so maybe final questions here. Okay. Keys to success, keys to, to happiness. Your keys to happiness and success are taking care of you. Taking care of your temple. You are the human. Taking care of you. Um, staying positive, staying happy. Love yourself. Um, surrounding yourself by goodness um, and then sometimes too this is like something another topic but it's like the financials the key to su success is knowing your numbers live within your means uh, we don't need all this stuff 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 you know like live within your means if you can't afford a Lexus you should be buying a Lexus you know like who cares who cares if you love yourself you're not gonna care keys to success are just getting rid of judgment and shame. I'm trying really hard to help people get rid of judgment and shame to be successful. Um, but yeah, believe in yourself. You have to believe in yourself and know that you can do it and shush away the negativity. Have other people help you get rid of that negativity. But yeah, and do what feels right. It's a feeling. Nobody can take away that feeling. It's your thought, your feeling. Nobody else can feel it. So you just have to own it and do it. The world is huge and big out there. Just go. This is Sabrina at Salon 7. And this is Eau Claire is here. You should be too. Thanks for joining us. And we're going to send it back to Jerry and Jane. And uh, thank you. You're welcome. was a fun little interview yeah she's sassy yeah I now know why Scott likes going there they probably chat up a storm while he's oh, yeah. getting his haircut and, and I probably should apologize to Sabrina for that he probably talks her ear off well, I think I might go down there yeah um, check it out yeah well your, your hubby gets his haircut there yes he does number one he has good hair and it mm -hmm. always looks good mm -hmm. <clears throat> I wonder if they would give me a little discount just because I have half the hair that your husband does. Maybe, maybe. Yeah.
I always ask. <laughs> <laughs> so. uh, we are signing off. That was a great interview with Sabrina. Go down and visit Salon 7, and we'll see you next time on Eau Claire is Here. You should be too. If you enjoyed the Eau Claire is Here podcast, be sure to subscribe and then give us a five-star rating and write a review. That's the best way to get this podcast in front of as many people as possible.